Hello, friends. Thank you for listening to Bizarrely Carly. And in case you forgot, my name is Carly. Oh, wow. It's been a bit. I apologize that uh, I lied a couple times um, in saying I was going to post this podcast. And then um, it's actually been quite challenging for me to do this one. Uh, Not because of what the topic's about because I really didn't know what I wanted to do for this episode. When I started this podcast, it was very important to me to be as open and honest as I could be. And so over the last month, I've been struggling in many areas of my life, uh, which is what caused me to take an unexpected break. Um, It's very difficult to come on here and talk about personal things sometimes and uh, certain things I'm not quite ready to talk about. And so for me to come on and talk about anything else is just difficult when you're in the midst of a depression. Um, I even found myself listening to my last podcast episode For my own advice, um, when I was listening to Overcoming Obstacles, while struggling, I found myself feeling extremely hopeless, and I felt as though there was nothing I could possibly do to make myself feel better. That wasn't exactly true. The thing is, it it just wasn't going to be easy, and I'd have to try and have faith in the possibility that things could and would get better despite everything inside of me telling me otherwise. Pulling yourself out of the dark waters when you feel as though you're drowning, gasping for air, is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. But it's not impossible. I actually began recording this episode for last Wednesday, but I struggled. Uh, Because when I began recording, I realized something. I wanted to believe I was doing everything I could when it came to self-care to ensure I was doing my part in battling the recent bout of depression. The truth is, as many others when dealing with depression, I was not doing most of the things I could be doing to make myself feel better. I have not mastered everything I talk about. I understand the struggle of doing some of these things better than anyone. But... Self-care is so important so that when things come up in our lives, we're better equipped to handle them. I decided to really look into what areas of self-care I needed to improve on or focus on more. Self-care is, by definition, the practice of activities that an individual initiates and performs on their own behalf in maintaining life, health, and well-being. There are different aspects to self-care, workplace or professional, physical, emotional, spiritual, and relationships. Workplace or professional self-care are activities that help you work consistently at the professional level expected of you. Now you can practice this by consulting with a more experienced colleague, set up a peer support group, Be strict with your boundaries 
and attend professional development programs. Physical self-care are activities that help you stay fit and healthy with enough energy to get through your work and personal commitments. You can practice this by developing a regular sleep routine, a healthy diet, go for a walk, use your sick leave, or exercise regularly. Now, psychological self-care are activities that help you clear your mind and help you intellectually engage with the challenges found in your work and home life. You can practice this by keeping a reflective journal, doing a hobby that interests you, turn off your phone outside of work hours or limit the usage, make time for relaxation, make time to engage with positive friends and family. Emotional self-care is allowing yourself to safely experience your full range of emotions. You can practice this by developing friendships that are supportive. Write three good things that happened to you or that you did each day. Play a sport or join a social group. Go to the movies or another activity you enjoy. Talk to your close friends about how you are coping with your feelings. Spiritual self-care involves having a sense of perspective beyond your day-to-day life. You can practice this by engaging in reflective practices like meditation or yoga, go on a hike, go to a church, mosque, or temple, or reflect with a close friend for support. Relationship self-care is about maintaining healthy, supportive relationships. You practice this by prioritizing close relationships in your life. For example, partners, family, and children. You can also attend the special events of your close friends and family. Now, the best way to practice self-care is to create a self-care plan. Personally, when I was going through this list, I realized that there were, I was doing like one or two things in a couple of these categories, but I really wasn't focusing on all of these categories. Now, to create a self-care plan, you write down a plan of action or activity for each aspect of self-care. Fill your self-care plan with activities you enjoy and that support your well-being. Put your self-care plan somewhere where you can see it every day and practice these regularly, making self-care a part of your daily routine. At the end of each month, review your plan and make changes as necessary. As you create your plan, be sure to ask yourself what might get in the way and how you can overcome these barriers. If you're unable to remove these barriers, adjust your strategy. I never really realized how much more I could be doing to improve my quality of life. Self-care is the first step, but I recognize that it may not be a solution for all. I know what it's like to struggle to do simple things like shower or get dressed when you're feeling depressed. And I know what it's like to feel completely hopeless. If you or someone you know is struggling, please reach out for help. In Niagara, you can call Coast, which is a number I have used in the past, and they will help guide you to help. The number for Coast is one 855 
5205. If you are outside the local area, you can call the Crisis Services Canada number at 1-833-456-4566. And for life-threatening emergencies, always call 911. Until next time.